0: Man, all right recording there, we are recording yes. sir
1: yes i thought we'd go with some genuine authenticity today uh as in i'm just finishing my trees we with uh, for those that can't see me uh on podcast look 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 look
0: he's in a red robe for anyone no, no, who no. can't see oh yeah. he has wireless headphones i'm
1: wireless i'm full how does it feel wireless. It feels like I've got my wife's earpods in, is what I feel like. Yeah. It's her, her birthday present that I've stolen for the podcast. And uh, That seems fair. I know what's going on with Christmas list.
0: Yes, get the pros. They're, they're highly yeah. recommended. Good set of headphones. Well, 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 while he's doing the trees, welcome everyone well, no, to the show. No, 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 no. I want oh, to
1: stop you there, As. I want to stop you there. We, stop uh, I watched uh, Dark Knight at the weekend. Yeah. It gave me an idea, actually. I think we okay. should do
0: a movie special. All right, are we doing it now? Is this the No, no, special? not now, not now, <laughs> but uh, no,
1: I need to prepare for that. I think we should okay. do a, a movie special. Uh, no, I was watching Dark Knight, and there's no, tra- there's no uh, intro to the start of Dark Knight. Right. There's no credits, there's no directed by, or anything like that, it just starts.
0: It just kicks in.
1: Unless it's the story the 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 copy I was watching. But there's yeah, <laughs> there's no so I thought this week let's have no no introductions. Let's just let's just talk.
0: We're just here. And, and we'll do some credits at the end. Yeah. I am stressed. You're that's stressed. What I, that's where I would like to start. <laughs> you, can't, you can't you can I can hear it
1: in your voice actually. I can hear hear a bit of I, stress.
0: I have been nonstop from the moment I woke up today to the moment I've sat down to do this and we can't even consider this stopping. It has not, it's been relentless today. Uh, And yeah, I, I am stressed. I am, you know, engaged. I'm active. I'm ready to go. But, that is the that is the one word emotion if anyone's wondering for today, for me personally.
1: Yeah, you can hear it in the back of your throat, I, I can hear it. a bit it. raspy. Uh... That's
0: also from doing two hours of classes for the first time in a long yeah. time. So that's, uh, I was a bit excited, so I was yelling a bit. Where's that gone? And... Where's that
1: gone? Dong?
0: Yeah. Oh, we I was
1: a Well, I'm glad you brought that MG because uh, the same, uh, I've got a little bit of ranting to do as well today. and let's um, let's just, uh, well uh, catching up we haven't caught up for a couple weeks so those that follow us on a week-to-week basis we didn't do a post last week did we so I was away and you were busy getting stressed so yeah we've got a little bit more to catch up on haven't we i can relate with you i wouldn't say i'm stressed this week as such well i am i suppose but uh it's one of the words i don't like to use but i've definitely had the wind knocked out of my sails this week a bit deflated i've looked at it what i've got really good at is identifying it uh looking back in in my past history i don't think i identified it and allowed it to tumble further than it needed to kind of thing and uh, i'm really good at identifying it and managing it now there's not necessarily a one trick out of it this one seems to be carrying it a bit longer but i think uh, looking at it we've come back off of holiday and it's a bit of those holiday blues and uh, i'm just fed up with it all to be honest this week with this whole shit,
0: shit story of, uh, of a covid See, I, 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 can't even bring myself to say the word anymore. That's how far <laughs> gone I've gone with it. I just don't want to. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want anyone's opinion on it. I'm just, yeah, because I'm just done, uh, completely done. But I tell you, the reason I use the word stressed because I don't like that word either. Is every time I go to the doctor for anything, uh, which, as far as I'm concerned, is unrelated. That's the only question I get asked because they check everything stressed? else and they go, "Are you, are you dealing with any?" you know, unusual stress at the moment. And I'm always, you know, saying, well, no, no more than usual. I, I have work, I have my personal life. And but, but I think the problem is, is sometimes I, by not using that word, I pretend like I'm not stressed. And then it, it builds into a problem beyond mm. being stressed. So I think I try to, like you said, try to identify and accept it and then do something about it rather than just letting it snowball and bottling up until I explode and attack someone and kick them in the face.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I can see it build. Like, I was even having it before we went away. You know, that sort of build-up before you go away and you've got to get everything done. Literally, the Monday morning, we were going camping. I was on the laptop, and I still had 20 emails I had to reply to and everything else, and I just went, fuck it. And I just shut the laptop down uh, and said, it can wait now. It can wait now, because otherwise, we would have never got away. And uh, I started that week implying a just smile, and I find that is a really good tool out of it even if you're feeling really shit inside uh, mm. like I'll be honest just doing this podcast was a challenge today like there's a lot of things during the day uh, that I do that uh, you know for some people would be a challenge like teaching or that kind of, but I just automate it and I just do it and like these podcasters usually you know you get the light set up you get laptops it's just automated but like today I had to grind it out I had to mm. be like right you gotta do this shit you got you gotta get on it and I find if you just smile, uh, it has a, an effect on yourself. It just lifts the mood and it lifts those around you and, and everything else. Uh, yeah, that's what, one of the tools that I use for getting out of it. And uh, then it's just like a distance, distant memory. But what about you?
0: Well, can I tell you something that I saw the other day and I, I'm still not sure on my feelings of it. Someone posted something about something called toxic positivity. You ever heard this term thrown around?
1: No, I, I'm going to say I have, <laughs> but you know when you've got... Um, I was talking to someone else about this the other day, you know when you have a childhood memory and yeah. you think it's uh, not a childhood memory because it's photos you've seen and stories your your siblings or your parents told you and you fabricated it. So I'm going to say uh, it's a, yeah, it's one of those. Uh, no, toxic yeah. positivity.
0: I'd never heard of it before and someone posted about it and it's basically, it's it's kind of attacking what you just said of putting always trying to look for the positive or always trying to be a positive person and never allowing yourself to be to be negative. And I don't know how I felt about it because my initial reaction to it was that's just ridiculous. And you're just you're just trying to justify being a negative person by by labeling positive people as toxic. Uh, and then I wasn't sure if it, if it doesn't mean that and it's actually talking to people who are who are being fake with their positivity online, yes. with an yeah. online presence. It, it's just a tricky one. The word came up and I've been pondering it because I'm not quite sure if I believe in it, if I believe there's such thing as toxic positivity or is that just people being unresponsive to positive people?
1: I would like to say what you said, It's a, it's a bit deeper than it needs to be in my opinion but people are looking at those toxically being happy like they're mm. they're portraying they're saying the right things that all of those kind of things just you know the the faintness of it that's what i would say is a is a toxic positivity the fakeness in it there's no authenticity in it and uh, for yes. me i'm 100 positivity and there's no toxicness in my positivity uh i i do it i i believe there is a choice it is as simple as black and white you're either positive or or not i don't think there's like a gray area in this if we're not Mm. talking about being relaxed and calm uh it's you know the glass is either half full or half empty isn't just a glass with water uh, and I will always steer on the side of positivity, partly down to the mental health uh, the experience that I've had uh, with very close family and where that took me. And it's like I'm I'm only one way with that.
0: Yeah, well, I, I agree because I'm th- I'm the same way, and I try to always look at the positive and find the positive because you just find if you go the other way, it's just a one way trip to hell. Mm. You're, you're not. It's not going to take you anywhere good. So like this, this week point. has been quite toxic for me, you know,
1: like I said, sales have been deflated and it's like the, the shit that starts coming into your head, the negativity, the, mm. uh, the thinking over things that don't need to be fought over, that are in boxes well away, that don't need to be uh, brought up. It's all that kind of stuff starts to come up and it's like, man, I just, yeah, I can't go there. So, no. if, if this person's referring to toxic positivity as in the fakeness of uh, uh, a non authentic self, of you know, social media posts and everything else, then I completely that, but that's quite a deep and different conversation. I think that's, you know, Yeah, I uh, think so. you're, you're talking about people's self esteem there. But if they're talking about someone being positive and it's toxic to them, I'd, I'd like to punch them in the face.
0: Yeah, I, it, I, I found myself getting—I, you know, I, I don't know how we—I found myself getting angry at it. That—that that was my my initial response to it. Was like, why are you trying to attack positivity? That's just a really messed up thing to do. Mm. Like, it's yeah. you know, especially if people are trying because, for you know, like we've said a lot, it takes effort to choose to to be positive and to try to look on the bright side of things and find find the lesson in things rather than just play the victim. So, you know, someone's putting in that effort to feel that way and to, to push their mind down that direction. And then your decision is to attack that. I just, oh, it just blows my mind sometimes. I don't know.
1: To me, it's like taking uh, candy off of a baby.
0: Yes. It's like, you shouldn't do it. You you low-hanging fruit. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, It's just wrong. kicking someone when they're down. It's just a strange attitude to have to the world. Yeah. I just can't relate to what's going i can't even empathize with what would be going through someone's head to feel the need to to act that way yeah yeah agreed agreed well Well, i
1: i feel like we're letting stuff out today and uh so i would like to have a few minutes of your time for a rant and uh i'm gonna start this rant off you may or may not agree uh but cut uh, do you have a dishwasher to start with I know you've got mm. Anne, but you shouldn't really say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, You're you going to off
0: a mansplaining again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. As in, she tells you to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's better. <laughs> as in, you know a dishwasher, don't you? Like, I've, I'm familiar. I've got a real problem with cutlery being up the wrong way in the dishwasher. Uh, as in like utensils, rather. So having knives and forks, they should be down in the rack.
0: get the splash from the bottom yep okay no just
1: safety just safety what if you fell on all those knives and forks sticking up
0: five people a year apparently
1: yeah whereas if they're face down and you fall on them they're all they're all like not so blunt Mm -hmm. but not
0: a a serrated knife
1: Have, have you had a moment where you've been bothered by that
0: not by that but by something of that Nature, where you, where I guess in the the grand scheme of things, it's not a big deal. But the cumulative thing of seeing it again, we uh, for us it's called the cheese in the cheese toasty machine. So my uh-huh. thing is, is if you're going to make a cheese toasty, you then must remove your excess oozing cheese. You wipe it up,
1: yeah.
0: And yeah, when wipe, people don't, while just, it's still
1: warm, while it's still, while it's still warm, up, warm it and it's is, a quick, easy yeah. job,
0: and it takes one second, rather than leaving it for the next person, where it's then. A real pain in the ass. So I, I completely see where you're coming from. Carry on.
1: Like there's levels of these this dishwasher utens or uh, utensils. Like uh, I like to park um, uh, whatever it would be, like little spoons, forks in the same one, knives. That mixed up, it's not a biggie, it's not a biggie, but definitely not face. No, no, my actual rant actually. Uh, I oh, just thought, I was, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd bring that out. My actual rant, and this is a rant that I've had forever, and it really really bothered me. Uh, the week before last, uh, is litter. I walked from our dojo, if you want to hit the bell, uh, well no it's not even martial arts related is it, Uh, I walked from our dojo to town uh, which is uh, a good half an hour walk and if I carried, like I always pick up litter. So, if I see a bit of litter, I always pick it up, unless it's just not going to be practical to do so. You know, if we talk a bit of rubbish, so you're going to have to walk around forever. But I always pick it up, drop it in the nearest bin. Uh, and this litter I saw was mainly around like a bus stop or somewhere where there is a bin as well. Uh, and if I carried a, a trash bag, like a full size bin line with me, I would have filled it up five times on this walk and it's you know it's just unnecessary litter I'm probably we're probably guilty of littering at some point I can remember as an as a kid doing it uh, looking back uh, we're probably guilty of unintentionally pulling a sack out your pocket and a bit of paper falls out or something like that but I'm talking it was just discard after discard and I just find it so disrespectful uh, I I know there is like littering fines and that kind of thing, but uh, there should be more done about. I, I yeah, I, I just had to rant about this a bit because I I think it's yeah so disrespectful to the person that's doing it. Ultimately, you're disrespecting yourself, your environment, other people. Uh, yeah, it, it's something that always bothered my mum, and I've seem to have inherited it. And this particular walk into town, it was yeah, uh, it was just disgusting to see.
0: It's a fair thing. Uh, I live in Southeast London, so I'm almost numb to it because it's it's prevalent here. It's everywhere. Uh, you can't go anywhere without seeing a lot of litter. And it was only highlighted to me when Anne moved over. My wife moved over from Germany and she's from a very small town and she noticed how bad it was and how much there was. And she kept pointing it out and I was like, God, yeah, you're right, you know, it's it's really bad. Um, so, yeah, I, I completely get it. And, there's there, yeah, it's just, there seems to have been a real lack, I assume, of education because it, it just doesn't seem to be built into the culture for people, that, for a lot of people, to, to just put away your rubbish. Because it's not hard. It doesn't require any effort. And, it's not difficult. And we
1: have the infrastructure for it as well. We do. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, I've been to other parts <laughs> in the world where there's uh, literally rubbish accumulating on the side of the roads because they don't have dust because they don't have a system of for waste. Uh, but we do and like that takes on to the next thing which is uh, just waste itself where it's mm. we've got a big tip where we are in Crawley where uh, you know you chuck it all over and I don't like going to the tip for the reason of seeing the waste but when you do like the the mountain of cardboard let alone like scrap metal kind of I get my head around a bit more because you can melt it all down and it can come back as something else but then you go to just the general house waste it's it's colossal it's colossal the waste out there and you spoke on a previous podcast about minimalism but this is a little bit different isn't it in a way
0: yeah it is it's it's kind of being a bit more we're really trying to minimize plastic single-use plastic in our house so things like we've got metal straws and we use metal drinking bottles and stuff like that and we really try to actively minimize our impact even though it's Mm. it's tiny um and i don't know why it's not more of a thing but but that's been a very personal decision for us that's not come from from my schooling or from, you know, adverts on TV or anything like that. It's, it's been, so I, I think that's what's lacking. I don't know if we get enough as a society kind of promotion and information about doing stuff like that to encourage more people to do it.
1: Like I, I'm, first of all, approaching the whole little thing from a personal perspective. I just don't like seeing untidy things. So I'm not yeah. talking about just an untidy desk or an untidy bed. I'm talking about rubbish that shouldn't shouldn't be there. You know, I'm not. Yeah, I'm supposed. I am OCD about it. Uh, I I I just find it really disrespectful. Uh, maybe maybe I'm a little bit too on that. But then the waste side of it of is it something that's getting better or getting worse, or is it something that need actually needs addressing? You know, it's where are we with it?
0: It's it's a big problem. It's a massive problem. So, like uh, single-use plastic in particular, the, especially the non-biodegradable stuff. This basically means that it's it's been man-made and it's not going anywhere. So there's no way of recycling it and reusing it, and it it will not in in like we're talking hundreds of thousands of years it will not decompose so well, it's going it's, somewhere it goes into
1: the bloody sea doesn't it
0: yeah and that's that's what's happening is it's just being dumped and now it is pouring over into the sea and it's killing fish and uh, you know dolphins are coming up dead and if they cut them open and they're just full of of plastic uh, it's it's just a huge problem huge and it's not being addressed anywhere near as seriously as it needs to be uh like they, it should be almost illegal for for people to even produce any more of this stuff yet it just it's constantly and it's constantly purchased and used and that's just one thing I, i'm sure there's tons of other materials and things that are happening that's just i think costly. i've
1: noticed the last few weeks which is a common waste uh on the floor now is uh, a mask that that's yeah. now a common huge problem a common
0: waste huge and problem i know we're in
1: this pandemic and everything but it's almost like you know we all know oh, plastic bags and all of that all of our shopping now arrives in a plastic bag and it's like i'm taking the shopping out of the plastic bags and saying i don't want them and we're trying to give them plastic bags back and they're saying we can't take it and it's like you know oh there's a bigger problem kind of we don't worry about all that
0: In Sainsbury's, because people are still, to this day, hoarding food uh, and over-purchasing, eggs are now going back to being packed in plastic because they can't produce the cardboard cartons fast enough. (laughs) So in Sainsbury's, they've now reverted backwards to to packaging them in, in plastic. So now I won't we, we consciously won't buy them and we'll buy like an organic egg. It's, it costs more, but it's just for the, the principle of not, not buying oh, this massive. stuff. Yeah. Because it's just seems to be their go-to answer for anything. When, when things go oh, wrong, cheap, it's cheap, uh, easy to make. And uh, yeah, nasty. they don't really seem to care about the damage it does. And it, and it's massive. It's a real issue. Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, uh, it's nasty.
1: Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. There, there's no more to say really on that, is there? It's, no, it's
0: uh, well, it's un- unfortunate. I wish I could make you feel any better, but I feel very similar to you about it. It makes me angry when I think about it. Um, and I'm not sure what the solution is other than to, to educate people more. And I don't mean that as a condescending thing, like I'm better than right. you and I know more than people. But I just think the only reason that you would do that is because you don't know and understand the effects you're having because if you knew i just can't imagine that most people i know that i would consider good people would would behave like that or would do something that's causing that kind of damage
1: do you reckon you could typecast where the way type class where the waste comes from like maybe you're, one's getting on dodgy ground saying this mm. uh but like for instance the teenagers at the park or Uh, the fast food outlets or the do you think you could typecast the majority of waste or we're just all when it all goes into a landfill or where whatever they do with the waste burn it into the sky drop into the sea do you think we're all somewhat contributing even if we're not in the in the park dropping the litter we're buying the plastic item are we all contributing
0: I I, let's not walk on eggshells because I think we might as well have a bit of controversy if we're going to do this. Mm. Um, I would say that it's probably, and this is just an assumption not based on any knowledge that it's probably more of a working class problem as in the the poorer you are, the less likely you are to care, the more likely you are to have and consume and use plastic. Uh, And some of that is just going to come out of, like I said about the eggs, you're going to buy the cheapest eggs, not, you don't care about the packaging what you care about is feeding your family and if that means you're going to buy eggs in plastic then that's what you care about uh, mm. priority number one you're not going to buy a 20 pound drinking bottle you're just going to buy the one pound plastic one from sports direct because all you want is a water bottle. so you're they're more inclined because plastic is cheaper and we can use it more I think as you go up, you get different problems. Like a rich person will buy a Range Rover that's a gas guzzling giant and spits out fumes all the time. Whereas a poorer person won't be able to buy a car that can even produce that kind of damage. So I think we do it in different ways. But yeah, I would say things like plastic waste is a poor man's problem in terms of how it's being, who it's being produced for and who's probably consuming it the most. (laughs) That'd be yeah. my guess at it. Yeah.
1: I, I, I'd like to see in our, our time uh, some, uh, something being done about it more. It'd be nice to see it as more of a, a prevalent thing that is being sorted out. You know, be it just to walk to town. You don't have to walk past rubbish all the time just because people are more thoughtful of what they're doing and that.
0: You know, you see an American film and they got the paper bag for their food shop. Yeah. like yeah. Wh- why, why is that just not the thing? That's what I don't, I don't get stuff like that. And they've now made these biodegradable bags for your food waste. But why aren't these just all bags now? Why aren't all bags just made that way? And the only thing that I can come to is that it's not good. It's not economical. Yeah. It's too expensive. Uh, And that's the priority. And that's where our priorities seem to lie more often than not. Yeah. Same with clothing. You know, if you're going to, if you want to buy cheap clothes, you're going to buy clothes that are made in a sweatshop and you're not going to care about the damage it does to the world or people or communities. All you care about is I need a t-shirt. So I'll buy the cheapest t-shirt I can buy. Uh, whereas if you, if you're fortunate enough to be able to afford more expensive clothing, you can make more, you can make those decisions, but a lot of people mm-hmm. are not in a position to even have the opportunity to make that decision because they couldn't, yeah. couldn't even afford to, let alone have the space to think about it. You, you hear it a lot when people are asking for charity and they go, well, charity, how about me? I, I'm barely able to mm-hmm. feed myself. I'm not thinking about giving to charity. And it's the same. They're, they're not thinking about where their clothes come or where their food comes from or where the packaging comes from because they got problems closer to home. Yeah. It's kind of a yeah a problem of people who are lucky enough to have those problems and to think about them. I guess.
1: Well, I feel better talking about it if nothing more. So. If
0: nothing more. Well, that's it. You know. We well, I think we should all try and do our part. We should. All, we could all definitely do more. Everyone can do more. Um, but yeah, that's that's all we can do. I think for the time being.
1: So, how are you going to sort out your stressful week? Are you going to have it all all? Uh... Or sorted part, contiment, or whatever the word is, I'm trying to think of by the end of the week.
0: Something needs to be hit. That's all I know. So I am yeah. going to find a way of hitting something, uh, hopefully, an inanimate and all object. Good. And then it will be all good. And, uh, you know, uh, we've talked about the pressure plate and stresses of tool that you can use. So I'm I'm well aware of it, but yeah, at some point we're going to have to open the vent and I'm going to have to pour it out onto something. Oh,
1: get down on Saturday. The, the Worst, door if is it's open. A thing
0: I will, uh, I will christen one yeah. of your new freestanding. That's bags. that's what
1: it's always about. Uh, I wrote, wrote something down to, uh, discuss with you. And I think it's something I think we're all being faced with stresses at the moment, stresses that are out of the norm in an unprecedented time. And, you know, from the kids to, uh, you know, going back to school, going back to work, to us adults, to the whole thing. I think we're all under different kinds of stresses, which creates stress. You know, I think we're all always under stress, aren't we? But it creates a different kind of stress that then builds up. I think it's really easy to think at times that the grass is greener on the other side. And it's it's that like a... What is that? Is that a kind of a safety mechanism? But in some ways, it, it's not a good thing. It's like people in relationships, for instance, or uh, in work, or uh, I can't think of another example where, where you start to think about, well, if I just changed or just stopped, or, and you think that the grass is greener on the other side, and it's not necessarily, you'll find yourself there and be like, oh, that was a mistake.
0: Yeah, I, I guess it's a survival mechanism because if, you know, the first man stayed in the cave and never went anywhere, we wouldn't be here today. Mm-hmm. So we've explored and we've expanded and we are always looking to the next horizon. Uh, I think where we've gone wrong these days is we think we can fix our problems by just moving away from them. But but you're really your problems follow you because the problem isn't that your wife isn't the one for you anymore it might be that you're a shit husband uh you might just not be a good partner and therefore you've you've ruined that relationship and you're going to go to another one which will start fine and then you'll ruin that relationship so i think a lot of problems can be fixed by looking inwards rather than looking outwards to where you can go to fix them
1: What's getting me a bit at the moment is uh, from like a uh, club, uh, a martial arts club, uh, a business point of view, is uh, we are being, we're going to smash it today. Uh, we, We back in March, one was in a really good Place as in built up lots of really good systems, you know. Had a good, real good start to year with new people coming in, and uh, then you know the success of the club itself with the members, with what they were achieving. It was a really good point, and then it all just like literally come to a stop. You know, we've sort of limped along through uh, the uh, Zoom uh, online experience, and we're you know we're crawling back in now uh, to a face to face you know, we're we're not even at half capacity of what we would normally do and everything else. And I think that's what's frustrating to me at the moment is trying to get back to where we were. Uh but it's almost like you got your hands tied behind your back uh, to a point and then everyone else, you know, the people on furlough, losing their jobs and everything else. And what I'm trying to tell myself is just trust the process. Uh just trust I, I feel like I need to be up every hour, every night, right now working, working, working. But I don't think that's actually gonna get us any quicker to where we need to go. I just need to trust the process. Just know what I'm doing is, is right. And yeah, trust the process.
0: Yeah, I, I'm reading the book Atomic Habits at the minute. And it's all about, you know, the science of developing habits. And it talks about relying on your systems and not relying on your goals. So if you're always looking at your goals, what you're basically telling yourself is you'll be unhappy until you reach your goal. Uh, And then you're living in a state of perpetual a dissatisfaction with where you are in life, because it's always about getting to the goal. And instead, what we need to do is put in systems in place, which move us towards the goal, and just focus on every day, getting up and implementing those systems. And then having, like you said, having faith in the system, and knowing that your your experience and your expertise and just putting in the time will pay dividends in the long run. But at the minute, I think it's just so hard to see because everything has just been so thrown up in the air and we still don't know where we're at and no one can say for sure. No one can give us a deadline on anything. But it's therefore more important than ever to just trust the system because the finish line now actually isn't even in sight. So you just have to kind of have faith. Just keep running. Just keep swimming, in the words of uh, Dory the fish. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Who? Who? What? Where? What?
0: <laughs> but yeah, I don't think that's where we're at with all of that.
1: Much plan for the rest of the week. Actually, doing <coughs> wise, you going anywhere? Doing anything?
0: We're well. We're like you said. We're back into classes for those of us that are, are in this industry. So we're just kind of. This is our first week of re-establishing all of that stuff. That's going to be it. It sounds like I'm about to lose my voice as we come yeah. to the end of this <laughs> podcast. Either, <right? laughs> uh, and then I do plan on getting across to you and uh, hitting one of your new shiny mm-hmm. freestanding punch bags. Well,
1: uh, I think uh, we, we should leave it at that and do a, uh, you've been listening to Short combo Podcast with JC, Too Fast You Warrior of Light and...
0: As thank you for listening guys and we will see you next time. Peace out. Bye.